Hello and welcome to Series 2, Episode 13 of the Hayward Flash Podcast. My guest today is JG Tatua. Hey, Jack Nasty, how you doing, man? All right, mate. How's it going? I'm doing well, mate. A bit warm, but I'm okay. And yourself? <laughs> yeah, man, really good. Same thing with the heat. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't thrive in these climates. <laughs> I think the majority of the British population definitely aren't acclimatised to such weather conditions. <laughs> how's your week been so far, man? We're recording today's Thursday, so how's your week been so far? Oh, it's been really good. Like I was at work Monday and Tuesday, and then yesterday I went to Huddersfield for a gig, and then didn't get back until this morning, so it's been pretty busy so far. Yeah, local band or? Uh, no, from Seattle, Washington. They're called Zeke. Okay, what kind of music are they playing? It's like punk, but I always say they're kind of like motorhead, but even faster. Ooh. You spiked yeah, my interest. Like, you, can, you can listen to a Zeke album. I think they run for about 18 minutes and <laughs> they pack quite a few songs in to be honest oh I'm really going to have to give I'm going to give that a listen I'm going to yeah, definitely notes. check them out Z-E-K-E yeah that's right okay I'll give that um, right so for anybody that doesn't know who you are you just like to introduce yourself tell us a bit about you yeah I'm Jack uh, Jack Nasty, if you want to call us that. I've been tattooing for just about four years and I currently work at Northside Tattoos in Newcastle. Lovely. Um, so you've been at Northside Tattoos for how long? I've been there since last November. Okay, so not too long then, not quite a year yet. Nah. Is it a good... I absolutely love it. It's like perfect. Tell us a bit more about uh, Northside. Then, what kind of what kind of set? Uh, well, I think there's twelve artists, including me, that work there. And oh, right. Yeah, everyone's just works on a chair rent basis, and everyone just does their own thing, really. So there's a big mix of styles under one roof. Good to have some variation, you know, cover all your bases. Um, oh, it's absolutely is, amazing. Is it appointment only or is it walk-in or street shop? What you got? Uh, appointment only and walk-in. Like, if someone gets a cancellation, we usually put, like, a sign outside saying walk-ins available today. Yeah, yeah but usually but, it's just by appointment. Yeah, so you've not, you, it's all done, like, via, like, you know, forms or... Um, through like DMs and stuff, or do you, do you have a walk-in reception and stuff? Yeah, there's a reception and everything, but there's also like there's forms on the website, uh, or people will get in touch via Instagram, or the shop manager will like send out my email to someone, and they'll send us an email. So there's a lot of different avenues people can go down to book an appointment. Okay, good mix. Um... So how did you how did you start before you were Northside Tattoos? Like, um, how did you get your foot up the ladder in the in the industry? Uh, well, I've wanted to get into it since I was about fifteen years old. I mean, I'm thirty three now, 
and I just could never ever get my foot in the door. Years ago, I would like, I mean, we're talking 2008, 2009, I'd walk into a shop with a portfolio back then. I mean, you'd be laughed out the door, really. Like, it wasn't as welcoming as it is now. So it was one of those things, like, I started doing tattoos from home on and off over the years and uh, kind of put it on the back burner, really. I didn't think it was ever going to happen. And then I paint graffiti as well. And one of my friends got an apprenticeship at the shop I used to work at, Sakura. And we all used to go out painting graffiti together. And the guy who owns the shop just turned around and says, have you ever thought about tattooing and I says you have always wanted to do it so he offered us an apprenticeship and I, I took it straight away oh mate that's such a like, it, it, it's such a nice it's such a nice version of events when you've gone from like um, like to a degree yeah, and yeah. like putting the back burner going there will be another time there will be another place and whatever and and it's I think sometimes when you stop is when it just falls in your lap. I think sometimes that's just what happens, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Like, everything just aligned, basically. Mm. And everyone I, think... I know in the industry already, as soon as I started tattooing, like, everyone was like, it was literally only a matter of time before you started tattooing. Mm. Like, it was something that was, it was always on the cards. It just went, yeah. Like, type thing. Yeah, definitely. Symmetry graffiti, I didn't know that about yet, and I have a background in that as well. Oh, amazing. Um, so, oh, okay, additional question. Favourite brand of paint? Uh, Montana Black. Really? Yeah, really. What, for everything? Uh, I like it for outlines. I feel mm. like you get loads of control out of it. Montana Black's quite a high-pressure can isn't it yeah yeah so oh, I, use man, I, can't... I like loop as well loops lovely mate i loops probably mine black it's like i couldn't imagine doing little cutbacks and stuff with such a high pressure can you know ah oh, you can you can do it with a skinny cap on oh no it made me go a bit... <laughs> <laughs> just imagine it all them grips <laughs> we've learned about the, the listeners at this point because <laughs> <laughs> just cut this bit no, this isn't fucking tattooing um, <laughs> um, so going back to your portfolio yeah your portfolio days circa 2008 what yeah. sort of stuff were you what, what sort of content were you looking at in your portfolio it was literally traditional as well even back then but it was before I knew how to paint flash, so everything was done with, like, pencils and markers and stuff like that, you know? And and your whole portfolio just had that one kind of song genre through it? Yeah, yeah. You know, see, I think I don't know too many people that would... That I've been told so many times that, that people want to see... A, well, they want to see a variety. They want to see how much of the ball of wax you can handle. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's... It's what I do. I can leave it. 
Yeah. Right, so we're moving on to your style, and obviously your style is is very heavily traditional. Um, yeah. What, what about the style? What about traditional is, why is it for you? Why is that what attracted you to that style? Like, what is it about it? It's literally what you think of when you think of a tattoo. If someone says, think of a tattoo, you think of skulls, snakes, panthers, stuff like that. Like, I don't think of a portrait or something like that. And I think even when I was younger, the first tattoos I ever seen were traditional style tattoos. So it's something I've always been in love with, really. Mm. I think that everybody's, I think near enough, I'd say 99% of people's to, you know, their first glimpse of a tattoo or whatever, is probably of somebody from, you know, your dad's generation or something like that. And they've got, yeah, yeah. They've got old fucking either either prison style tattoos or they've got like roses yeah. of the kids' names and banners and you know, old panthers or pinups or sailors sort of Jerry stuff and yeah, it's exactly. just it's just what like, I think that is the epitome of tattoo. I think that I'm not trying to take away from 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 realism, neotrad, you know, whatever. Like, but traditional tattooing is. It's the most timeless. Oh, 100%. Something that never gets old, man, and I don't understand, I think, is that when people say bold will hold and things like that, and it's just like, it's cliche, and, you know, sometimes yeah. it's a bit cringy in, in certain contexts, but yeah. it, it's, it's, it's said for a reason, and it's because yeah, it will stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm definitely in the same boat, like, a portfolio together, mate, and there is nothing in there apart from traditional. Yeah, I, I re- maybe I should diversify somewhat, but yeah. until somebody kind of goes, can can you do anything else? I'll just be like, I'll just keep doing traditional stuff. Yeah, you do. You, I mean, traditional is just like it's what I like to draw, but I mean, mm. I can draw other things, and I, I do tattoo other styles as well. I just don't advertise it as much. Yeah. Because you, I suppose, if you if you're advertising that you do a little bit of everything, for tattoos, it necessarily you might not want to do. Yeah. And then you know, I'm not saying that you couldn't do that now. I'm not yeah. saying that, but um, there's obviously stuff that you enjoy doing more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when you first started apprenticing and you started tattooing on real skin, real people. Uh, did, you, did you? Sorry, did you tattoo yourself first? Uh, I had tattooed myself when I was younger, so around about two thousand nine. So I'd already had a turn of tattooing, really. Um, what do you remember? What your first tattoo on somebody else was? Um, back then, I think it would have been. I think it might have been like something out of a Sailor Jerry flash book. Mm. That rings a bell. But then when I was an apprentice, my first ever tattoo on someone was the words meat free on me mentor because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, he's been um, a vegetarian like the majority of his life and he's like in his forties, so 
Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if he had to get it lasered because he just caved and just had a kebab? Like, oh, I don't think you'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. Like, I've been vegetarian yeah. now. Like, I... Sorry, vegetarian and vegan for about six years. All right, cool. Um, I'm better. I like, I, you know, I, I would, I don't think that I'm, 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 I'm quite weak willed sometimes. Right. So I don't think I'd ever have like a vegetarian tattoo or something, a tattoo insinuating that I was vegetarian. Oh, like he's an absolute character and like some of the tattoos he's already got, like that's pale in comparison, really. <laughs> oh, right. We won't go down that avenue just now. We're not, we're not going down there yet. <laughs> um, you still do the Pinteresty stuff, tattoo like walking. If someone wanted the infinity symbol or some, you know, some flower blossom, you know, yeah. do your typical walkings like you still get them? You still do much of them, or yeah, definitely. Yeah, I still do little things like that. I still do names and pretty much anything, really. What do you say the top three pin do, like the most requested? Um, birth flowers. Definitely birth flowers. Um, trying to think. It always seems to be something floral. Yeah, always florals. Yeah, but before that, people were getting there. Uh, like the infinity thing, like I've done the infinity thing, feathers, you know where the feather like turns into a flock of birds. and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there and done it. How much would somebody have to pay you or give you something to make it worth your while to have a Pinterest tattoo on you? On me? Yeah. Mate, I would do it for free. You'd have a Pinterest? Yeah, for free. What? <laughs> I genuinely thought you'd be like, yeah, it's going to be like 100 grand or something like that. No, nah, mate, like, <laughs> you can tell we've never met face to face. Like, I'm absolutely covered in tattoos. Like, I know people say covered, but I'm literally covered so much so that... I've even got two and three layers in some areas. Oh, no so way. Have you I got... literally just put tattoos over the top of tattoos. That's bad. Have so you... I, I, would, I would quite happily get one. If you had to get a Pinterest tattoo, then which what design are you going for? Well, I think it's going to have to be me birth flowers, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what they are? I haven't got a clue, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> next few months to see that you've tattooed some birth flowers on yourself. Yeah, if anyone wants to do it, give us a shout and I'll uh, I'll come and get it done. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, have you got no free space? No no skin space left? Uh, I've got kind of a hand-sized area on my inner thigh and I've got a palm-sized area behind one of my knees, but that's getting filled the end of July. What are you getting? Uh, I'm getting a dragon head. Oh, lovely. Who's doing it? 
uh, Jake Howe, who works at Northside Tattoos as well. Okay, nice. So keeping it in-house. Yeah, yeah. Nice little shout-out for him there as well. <laughs> the shameless plugging. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, is, have you got who's your biggest regrets? Or if you wish you could go back and have it done differently? Um, that isn't a thing now because I did have a tattoo regret and I got one black and grey portrait tattoo and it just didn't fit in with everything else that I've got. So I used to look at it and think, oh God, it stands out like a sore thumb, like I don't like the look of it. But I've actually had it covered over now, so I'm really happy. Like, it wasn't a bad tattoo. I just didn't like um, the aesthetic, basically. Yeah, like, because it was in a different style, not that it was necessarily poorly done. Yeah. So it was literally like, imagine a full leg of traditional tattoos and then, like, a big, massive black and grey portrait in the middle of it. Yeah. No, I can't see that. You know, a rose in between a load of thorns. I just, I can't. See yeah, yeah, definitely. So that aggravated us for years, and then I finally got it covered over. Well, that's all right then, as long as you haven't got any that you you want covering I, now. Mate, I love them all. They're, like they're all stories, aren't they? Hmm. I'm I'm looking at my arm now, and genuinely, there's there's one, two, three that I need. <laughs> Just on the one arm. No, there's two on the inside of my right arm, and then there's one on yeah. the inside of my left arm, and they're predominantly black and in really awkward spaces. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I could pick a design with enough black. Yeah. So I think that. And I don't know if a blast over would look right. Yeah. Or work with my, the tattoos that I'm not covering up. So I think that they might have to just be like blacked out. I don't know, man. I'm sure there'll be something you can do. Someone will be able to do something. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to getting like, but I'm really looking forward to being able to get tattooed again. It's finally within sight and since you know, since not being obviously, I've been in this community of flash painters and, and and literally dedicating all my time to things around tattooing. To the and it, it's just like I can do everything apart from get tattooed. Yeah, and it, uh, the day, dude, I'm going to the shop. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. You need to like make up for lost time. Oh, absolutely. Thing is, as well, is that I've only got, I've got three big tattoos, like three big pieces going down my right arm. So one, one at the top, one at the bottom, and then one in the middle, and that fills the whole outside of my arm. Yeah. But then, and then there's one big one on the and then the rest of my space is just skin. <laughs> so I've got so much space. To, I'm envious. To, to just go nuts on. I'm envious. I'll peak too soon. <laughs> oh, mate. 
the first tattoo I ever got. I think I told it on a story. I think I told it on a on a podcast, uh, an episode recently. And yeah, the first one I got, got as soon as needle went in and went, I'm hooked. It was the yeah, it was yeah, that's what I did. Um, and I was just like, I love this. I love yeah every single aspect, the whole aesthetic of of being in the shop and hearing the machine and like heavy motorhead on in the background and because that's what was playing motorhead was playing um, yeah. when i first got tattooed um these things but i can't remember what i did yesterday yeah you can remember like how much you paid and everything man i paid 20 pounds nice that's it nice yeah, i don't think it would have been it was yeah, such a dodgy setup mate was it <laughs> it was such a dodgy setup. I can't remember. Like, I genuinely can't remember if I mentioned it on the on a previous episode. But the guy was doing the lot of scripts on the inside of my arm, yeah. Um, and it's like eight words, and the guy wasn't the best, but it, it's still legible. And like halfway through the tattoo, I was just sat there and we were chatting. He was like, "You said this was your first tattoo," and I was like, "Yeah." He was like. I can't believe how well you're sitting. And obviously I didn't know what that meant. And I was yeah. kind of like, I was kind of like, what do you mean? He was just like, no, people's first tattoo, they're wriggling, they're moving, you know, they're, they're wincing with the pain. He yeah. says, are you just sat here? And I'm like, okay. He's like, and I said, well, well, I asked him what he meant. And he was like, well, tense your arm. And I went, I tense my arm up and he put a line in. Yeah. On, the, on yeah. the tattoo, and it hurt a lot more. And he was just like, "And that's why we don't." And I was like, "How unprofessional <laughs> of you!" <laughs> Using you and, as an example. <laughs> yeah, the the line the line was terrible, mate. I'm looking at it now. It's fucking awful. Um, yeah. yeah, and I paid twenty pounds. I was nineteen years old. Nice. But I just walked in and just was like, "Can you fit now?" I think in. that. Say that again. Well, you're not nervous when you went in. Nah. Nah. Genuinely, and this sound tattoos don't hurt, and all this fucking carry on. You know how people say. But genuinely, mate, like I, w- I wasn't nervous. I went in with my mate, and I just went. This bloke did it on the computer, knocked it up, and went, "Do you want to come through?" And then no. that was it. And I sat in the chair. No way. I was shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you remember you, you, like getting your first proper tattoo in a shop? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? What was the design? Uh, a skull with checkered flags behind it when I was 15 years old. In an actual shop? Yeah. Oh, shit. Newcastle's a different fucking breed. <laughs> Um, what uh, and how and how is that something that's been covered over since, or have you still got it? It's still standing strong, or it's kind of got like a blast over half over it, which was really unintentional. And afterwards, I was like, Oh, shit, what have I done? But I mean, you can still see some of it. Is it was it a well done tattoo, or was it a bit, yeah, yeah, it was well done. I don't feel like you could say anything bad about anything. You know, I've asked you loads of questions. You're just like, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> I think that's just like 
my mentality for everything. Like, yeah, everything's sound. Like, don't <laughs> sweat the small stuff. But big stuff, obviously, stuff worth worrying about, but yeah. little stuff, you know. Yeah, it's just spilt milk, isn't it? <laughs> it's just spilt milk. <laughs> I like that. Obviously, I've heard that before. The way you've just come with it off the cuff, that you just it rolled really well. I like that. <laughs> um, how do you manage? How do you manage to juggle family life and tattooing? And do you just treat it as like every other? Um, kind of like got a bit of a schedule, really, just to help juggle things. So I'll take a day off usually on a Wednesday and I spend the whole day drawing for the coming week's appointments just so it frees up time on evenings and weekends, do you know? Mm. Well, that's probably how uh, I get by it. Like, I don't find it too much of a struggle. I mean, yeah, like I'd love more time everyone would, but it's just not possible, is it? No, absolutely not. There's one thing you can ever buy is more time. Yeah. Um, how's the dog coping in the heat? Eh, uh, struggling to be honest with you. She's lying in front of the fan now. <laughs> oh, bless her. I. Uh, she's all right. She she keeps on like going outside and lying on the decking for a bit and then coming in. So just back and forth, really. Yeah, the dogs are. You're taking her out like early in the morning, late at night when it's cooler. Yeah, I've been taking her out at like nine o'clock at night and stuff like that. It's it's still mad to me that that, that people think it's okay to take the dogs out in the middle of the day in this heat. Oh, it's absolutely insane. They don't deserve to have the dogs, personally. No. Like, if you're dogs struggling are... in the heat, like, when you're walking, like, imagine how your dog feels. The poor little feet on that hot floor. Yeah, definitely. There was a... There's um, they, they, on the On the way to school, the school run this morning, there's uh, they're, they're tarmacking the road, the one road. Yeah. And obviously, off the tarmac, the fresh tarmac, it's unbearable. And there's people with the kids walking their dogs to school. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> don't get it right a uh, little bit of this or that yeah and I've come with an intro I thought of this yesterday while I was chatting to one of my pals and I was just like I'm going with this and that, it could be my if you've never watched it it's going to create a problem <laughs> <laughs> so we're going with a this or that EastEnders on right have you ever watched EastEnders? I've never watched it, but it's oh, one of those things that. where, you, you, like, you've heard of the characters, do you know what I mean? Oh, mate, I've shot myself in the fuck. <laughs> I thought this would be a real <laughs> funny one, like, just do random, like, EastEnders icons, and you're just going, I've never seen it, mate. <laughs> Oh, that, oh, that has to be the the best impression ever. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I fucking love Geordies. I've said it to you already on the intro, but I genuinely fucking love Geordies. 
Good. I'm glad. <coughs> Nobody loves that. Says that bad Brummies, mate. Nobody loves for Brummie. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is going to fall in its fucking face, but we'll try. We'll try it anyway. Um, Why not? Right. So your first two are Peggy Mitchell. Yeah. Who's the bigger icon? Oh, Pat Butcher. Pat Butcher over Peggy. Yeah, that no, it is them earrings, man. It's what it's all about. Fucking, I fucking knew you were going to say about the earrings, you know. <laughs> oh, Pat Butcher just for them fucking earrings. Yeah, iconic. All right. Or Grant. Eh, uh, Phil. Really? Yeah, I think Grant just seems. Nah, I like I like Phil. Seems like a good egg deep down. Good, good old Phil. <laughs> um, fuck, this is going really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's going Doc well Con- for someone who doesn't even watch it. <laughs> I, to be fair, I, I me and me and um, I don't know if you know Jake Martinelli. Eh, uh, no. No, you don't know. Um, he's a good pal of mine. You should follow him. He's, a, he's just starting yeah, out. Yeah, I follow he's him. Yeah, yeah. Really good guy. And me and him were just chatting last night and, and uh, with the Peggy or Pat come up and I was just like, that's going in the fucking pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, right, Doc Cotton or Pauline Fowler? Doc Cotton. Everybody loves Doc, right? Yeah, definitely. I can't. Right, so we've gone with Pat controversial, um, Phil, <laughs> and uh, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you one of them three. I personally would have gone Peggy Grant and Duck. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the one. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answers on here, but you know, it's any personal preference for somebody that just never <laughs> fucking what <laughs> one that you will know, Ant or Deck. <laughs> oh, I don't like either of them. If you have, or someone's got a gun to your head, you have to. Deck. Uh, deck. <laughs> Go with deck because he's less problematic. Yeah, I, feel like I, can, I can feel like I can tolerate him more. <laughs> tolerate him. <laughs> oh. And then you're, you've listened to the podcast before, so you'll know this regular, these two regular questions. Yeah. Um, the Matthew. Cobblestone flash questions. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is the biggest animal that you could fuck with your bare hands. For I'm not really a fighter to be honest with you. So And that's why Judge of Book Bites cover because I've seen you and I'm like, yeah, he could have a scrap. No, seriously, I'm not a fighter. Eh uh, dunno, a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's the weakest answer, bro. <laughs> Don't know. I can't. I, can't uh... I was like trying to think in my head there, loads of different animals and what different attributes it'd have in a fight. <laughs> you could have gone for something like goat, sheep, or pig. Like that. I think that's a fair middle ground. You can't get close to a sheep, though. They just run away. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Depends on what you... You might not be much of a fighter, but you could be really, like, stealthy. I bet you thought I was going to say a horse because I'm a Geordie. <laughs> what, what's that connotation? I don't understand the you know, you know, heard of that? There was a guy in Newcastle after a, a football match who punched a police horse. <laughs> that was the... There's a, there's a, there's a, photo, there's a photo of it in the paper. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> literally before you, I took a big swig of water, and I really feel like I should have done. Oh, I can't. That only in Newcastle. Yeah, um, only in Newcastle. Only in Newcastle, where you can punch a police horse in the face. I just, I just remember iconic. Unfortunately, oh, I'm googling it, horse. Writing this down in the notes, Geordie Horse Punch. That's a that's a band name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Geordie Horse Punch. Geordie Horse Punchers. Oh yes, let's start man. <laughs> um, the one thing that sticks in my mind that when you said something like that is um, when I think a comedian tells a story of when he's down like you know, seaside somewhere and some and a pit, like a seagull flies to take someone's chips and they midair. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that happens quite a lot, like where I'm from, because I'm from the other coast, to be honest with you. What's the people just punch seagulls? You always just see someone get dive-bombed by a seagull and there's like just loads of chavs and they always just... Uh... Right. So what? Right. Okay. So what was what was the answer to what was your final answer to the the biggest the biggest animal you can fight to the death with your bare hands? Uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a different answer. I'm gonna go a Shetland pony. It's a common one. I must say. Like I've I've had people say it before. Yeah. They're just dumpy and like no threat. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I feel like I could stand a chance. <laughs> just windmilling towards a fucking Shetland pony. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, and then the the cobble question, which is, um, how many giraffes do you think you should you kill before they got the better of you? Such morbid questions. I don't know why I asked these. Yeah, I know. <laughs> After we were just talking about being vegan and vegetarian earlier. <laughs> and now we're on to this. Um, I'm going to go with three. Okay, very middle. Yeah. What would be your, what would be your tactic to taking down the, the, the necky fuckers? Just keep moving. Just Keep moving, <laughs> keep swinging, keep moving. <laughs> Honestly, you've caught me off guard in the last five minutes with two bangers. <laughs> keep moving. That's the trick to taking down any big animals. Just keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Just keep watching those peripherals. Sound. <laughs> 
I mean, they've, they've definitely got the advantage on the height, mate. <laughs> but you've oh, got definitely. the speed. Uh, that's it. It's all about speed, groundwork. I, t- I, t- I take it you don't smoke. I don't smoke. Well, yeah, okay. So you've got capacity then, because otherwise you'd be fucked out of 30 seconds. <laughs> just, just an asthmatic going, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, hang on, God, minute, lads. <laughs> Hit me in here, lad. Um, <laughs> um, you literally sound like to know that uh, the Reeves and Mortimer, the Geordie Jumpers. <laughs> oh my God, that clip lives rent free, my fucking yeah, that, head. That's what you sounded like when you said inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> it's. When the, my, the my, probably the favourite bit in that clip, and again, <laughs> most people ain't going to want to know what we're talking about. But seriously, everybody should go and Google Georgie Jumpers <laughs> because it's fucking immense. Yeah. Um, Matt Lucas, and, and he's just kind of like with Matt Lucas, and he's just like, and you've got a pocket here for your tabs, <laughs> <laughs> and one for his brown ale, <laughs> and one and one for your brown. <laughs> Geordie Jumpers. <laughs> fucking love Geordie Jumpers. Um, yeah, people don't. Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer are now. They don't understand. Um, yeah, you, I feel old, man. I feel old for a myriad of reasons, not just because people don't know when I mention Vic and, Vic and Bob. Um, so... Recently, you've really been back into your painting, yeah. Your flash painting and stuff. Um, what do you think is the best approach to flash painting? Best approach tonight, in, in what way? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm joking. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> Like people obviously have their own way. Yeah. So what is the what is the what is the way that works for you to take a you know you you, you kind of like just sit down and draw what you want or is that you pick a design that you or that you want a reference or you know if you're not picking designs for for tattooing for customers and you're just painting for you like do you go in with like a, a preconceived like notion or do you you know do you just do what feels right your I would say a lot of it's preconceived like I've got a big list there of just things that I want to paint so even if like say I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'll see something and I'll go oh that's a cool idea like I'd like to do my take on that and I'll just jot it down on a piece of paper and I mean nine times out of ten I never ever get round to painting it (laughs) (laughs) but that's usually how it works I love the way that you went really old school then. You went, I wrote it down on a piece of paper. and Yeah, I haven't got an iPad. <laughs> not got, do you not use it? You're not fuck with iPads, no? Nah, nah, just paper and a light box. How, how did you do your sticker design? Such a clean design that I thought it would have been done digitally. It's, it's a painting that's been scanned. Right. Seriously. It's so fucking clean. Oh, cheers, man. Yeah, I've, I've got I, the original painting, and I just I just scanned it and used that. 
it's genuinely, and I'm so glad that you keep sending me on because it's one of my favourite stickers. Uh, that that cross design is is literally one of my favourite stickers that I've got, and I've got such a big sticker collection. And the I always get really f- where I'm going to put them. Yeah, but especially if I've only got two of them, and I'm like, yeah, but I need to keep one. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> they just go in a folder and then they go in the cupboard, and then I don't ever look at them. Um, yeah, I'm a but, bit yeah. like that. But but I feel that if you order something or if you buy something off somebody and it doesn't come with a sticker, you feel a bit robbed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's sticker in, you bastards. Happened <laughs> <laughs> um, times, to be honest with you, that has. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think I've sent out I think I sent two paintings out last month because I genuinely have run out of stickers. Yeah. Like I just put something else in in place of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like because I felt yeah, bad yeah. that people were going to open what they pay for. Like I felt terrible. I'm just I just care too much. That's it. <laughs> just want to make everybody happy. Um. So without the iPad and and. and something that you'd consider or do you think that it's just something that's not for you uh, for the time being it's not for me I've I've spoke to loads of people about it and um, they're like oh it'll make your life so much easier and stuff like that and I'm like I'm not really struggling at the moment so <laughs> I'm happy just cracking on basically mm. like if it ain't broke don't fix yeah yeah it works for me Mm. I agree. I agree. Obviously, each their own, and there's no sh- yeah being thrown or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's rare. I think nowadays to not ha- to have an art not use an iPad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I imagine that the other eleven people at the shop all use iPads. They do, apart from the owner. Okay, old school, old school, old school, eh? Yeah. Um, to be fair, in, uh, my first battle, uh, my first duel in the sun. Yeah. And I did it A3. Right. Uh, I I did all my sketch on the iPad. Yeah. But then the iPad screen's only so big. Yeah. So the two A4 tracing papers cut that into A5s and then. You know, and then did my layers of tracing paper and then stuck it on. I still do that. I miss that process, I must say. Yeah, that's how I do everything. Coloured pencil. Your lightest first. and Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, doing all that a bit like painting graffiti as well to go back to that one. Mm. Oh, what, what, what would you say? On the wall. As a callback to that, actually, I'm interested to know what did you what what was your style like in graffiti? If you could liken it to something, it wasn't like wild or anything. It was quite like chunky and bubbly looking. Like, have you seen the stuff that like TNS do from Newcastle, like uh, the likes of Inch and stuff like that? Yes. So kind of like that. Like okay. Newcastle kind of got its own sort of style, really. I think everyone, like Birmingham's definitely got a style. Yeah. 
So it was just really chunky, readable letters. I often think that, that to get a good chunky style and make it look clear, yeah, much harder. Yeah, because there's no room for error. Yeah, a little or something or a, an inconsistency, and it's going to stand out so much more. Much like in tattooing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you some pictures of me graffiti after this. I will. Thank you very much. Um, no worries. I will. I will never reveal your identity. Um, uh, where are we? So, uh, that's the iPad thing again. Um, yeah. So, if you were to do sort of like teas or merch or anything, would you get somebody else to like? Would you draw up a design and get someone to tweak it digitally and, and make it all refined, or how would you go about it? Yeah, I would do that because um, the shop manager, like, she can sort all that out, like all the digital tweaking and stuff like that, which isn't my strong point. So, yeah, I'd go down that route. Is, is there any merch or tease in the, in, the, in the works at the moment for you? Uh, a lot of people have been asking about T-shirts. Um, so I'm going to try and get some done hopefully by September, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I'd, have I'd you got... love to get some T-shirts. Have you done them before? Yeah, I've done T-shirts before. Oh, man, gutted I missed that. Um, are we going for that that's the... and then like a big back print? Yeah, yeah, so that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, having that as just an outline on like the chest, just the sticker logo as an outline and then something on the back. Have you got anything in mind for the... No idea yet. Not a clue. I always just go straight for, like, eagles all the time. I was about to say, there was one thing that springs to mind for you whenever I think of... If someone mentions you or if I say... And it's always eagles. Yeah. And I think it's going to have think... to be something eagle-related. Yeah, potentially. That eagle you sent me, mate, is so fucking beautiful. Oh, cheers, mate. I still don't understand how you get them beautiful, perfect red circles as well behind the designs. Really? Genuine. Do you do... Hold on. Hold on, because this might be the deal breaker here. Do you use marker or nib to outline your designs? Uh, Marker. (sighs) That's why it's so easy for you. (laughs) (laughs) The the red circle, though, is... uh... Like painted on, so even like when I outline it, that's done with a brush. Fuck off! No, it isn't. It is. That's insane. Teach me your dark wizardry. It's a magic color acrylic ink. It's all I paint with is magic color. Yeah, yeah. So it's I don't know what the red one's called, but that one. It's the same. You know what, mate? I'm looking at you. One of your paintings is on my wall of my living room and I'm looking at it now and exactly, I know, and then I'm looking at the colour that's on my desk and it's exactly the same colour yeah. it is pigment exact, do you know what I mean and I just don't understand how you get them so perfect <laughs> it's, blo- it's what made me fucking lose my head mate. 
but yeah, I definitely think Eagles with the little crush logo on the on the front pocket. I think that's I think that's the way forward. Definitely. What colour t shirt though? Um I'll There's only one right white answer. White, to be fair. I'll do one of each. Yeah. Okay, that's all right then, because I can't wear white, and there's so many people releasing white T-shirts at the moment. I would buy this, but it's white, because I love the design, I love the artist, but I'm like, I can't I can't fuck with white T-shirts. Yeah, I'm the same. And if anybody's, if anybody's still printing on anything less than a Gildan Hammer, you, you've lost my custom. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I've had this conversation with so many people. I don't understand why people are still printing on dishcloths. No idea. Like proper fruit of the loom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And if you just pay a little bit more, just a fra- I think it works out like maybe a pound more a t-shirt. Yeah, it doesn't cost much. Yeah, to have Gildan ha- and Gildan Hammer are the fucking best t-shirts. Have you have you t-shirts? The pink one. I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's Gildan Hammer, and it, like I, I wear mine literally. Take it off. I wash it. I put it back on the next day, and I just not because it's my design, and not because I'm an egotistical fucker, yeah. but like just because I love t-shirt. It's just so well fitted. Yeah, I definitely wear that one at least once a week. Ah, uh, you know, it was really hot. Wore it to the, uh, to the convention you did. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I think it was Brogan right? And she messaged me and she went, JG Tattoo is wearing your T-shirt? Yeah, loads of people came up with us and were like, oh, that's a cool T-shirt and stuff like that. And I was telling them whose it was and shit. Oh, it was cool, man. Oh, mate, that's so humbling. Like, it, it, I think it means so much when people, people like what you put out. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm not seeking validation from people, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I'm not yeah. egotistical like that, but you know, it means obviously, like, I, I do things because I like them, I like yeah. doing them. Other people, that's so humbling, it's so like, it's so lovely that people fuck with your stuff. Oh, definitely, especially your tat- tattoos. And someone's like, I really like that design. You're like, thank you, it's my oh, absolute, like, absolutely buzzing, like, it never gets old. Best customers I've been told is the general consensus as well in, between people that have, you know, I've spoken when people come in and just pick flash off the walls or yeah. just put flash your flash out of a book or whatever and yeah. then just go that one and you're like brilliant. Yeah, I've got people like that. Like I'll book them in and I'll say, oh, what do you want? Like I'll just pick from the book on the day. I'm like brilliant. The best, best kind of customers. Definitely. Um, what design now that there's people that ha- have a design that they absolutely despise, like an iconic flash, this traditional flash design, and they fucking hate it. Right? Is there a design that you fucking hate? A traditional design? Um, oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. That. Sailor Jerry Venomous Maximus. Oh, I don't know what that one is. It's the it's like a cobra head, like a face on cobra head. 
and it's got flames behind it. Yeah, it says Venomous Maximus in a scroll. Yeah. I can yeah. see why you think. I can see why you... Yeah. I think it's it, it's quite difficult as well to get a head on Snake to look good and not like a... Like... <laughs> this tattoo who came on the episode before you yeah. said it, sometimes it's really hard to make Snake to not look like sock puppets. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Fucking, it's as soon as you said it, I couldn't unsee it. Yeah, I just like to make them like not look derpy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a fine line. The finest, <laughs> finest puppet line ever. Um, what have you got coming up, like in the future? Any, we've got more conventions, any guest spots booked in or anything like that? I haven't got any booked in, but I'd really like to start doing some guest spots. And I think the last person I spoke to who said I was more than welcome to come down was uh, Connor Freeman. Waiting for you to say it, because as soon as yeah. you said, oh, you know, you said, I'm more than, you're, you're more than welcome to come down, I thought, that's Yeah. The fucking nicest guy, and we yeah, he really yeah. is such a good guy. I literally, I can't wait for going to him to go and put some fucking stickers on me. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah, Losers Lounge is definitely, uh, it's definitely a, a, a shop where a lot of people are put. Yes, that I think. Yeah, and for very good reason. Yeah, I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd love to go down. I'd, I'd love to do a load of guest spots and just go and meet people face-to-face, really, you know? Yeah, I, I'm very much like that. There's doing, like, if, if you know, if the stars align, I'd like to go and travel quite a bit next year and, and yeah. go and see a lot of form friendships with and be able to go and support them and, you know... Um, and, and get some lovely tattoos at the same time. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, other than that, uh, nothing nothing else on the cards for you? Nah, not Just this you... year, I don't think. I think um, conventions, I'll probably wait until next year now, because, I mean, I've only just done my first one. How did you find it? I absolutely loved it. Like, everything went, like, perfectly. It's rare that you do anything for the first time and it goes so well. I was, Not you uh, personally. I was well prepared. Like, I've got OCD, so I had, like, a list compiled about two months beforehand. Amazing. Of, like, everything but, but... I needed to bring and, yeah. Your bag's packed by the door two weeks before. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> and, like, like, people who I work with were like, oh, I've forgotten this. And I'm like, oh, well, I've brought five. <laughs> so, yeah. Every, everything but the kitchen sink. <coughs> Did you take a Geordie jumper? Nah. It wasn't, it wasn't that cold. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're, all, they're an all-rounder, aren't they, Geordie? No, but like, up here, we don't really wear jackets and jumpers. It's just something extra to carry. 
Oh, mate, this Geordie mentality is rubbing off on me. I absolutely fucking love it. Um, <laughs> it's very Moorish. <laughs> right, I've got some questions from Instagram. Right. Are you ready for these? Yes, let's do it. Right, the first be an insider with you and somebody else. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you think anyone wants a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? No. <laughs> Elaborate because this one lost me, you know but it made it me laugh. It, that could be like three people. That that's literally off Napoleon Dynamite, right? That's all it is. It's a quarter off Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you who said it? Yeah, go on then. Uh, Pav number seven. Of course it was. Of course it was. Yeah, mate, yours. Yeah, I want to be really, really good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm There's always going to be one of those questions. Oh, yeah, There's... definitely. With you, there's been more than one. Um... <laughs> um, more of a normal question. Your top three flash designs, like your favourite top time. three flash designs. Um, Bert Grimm Tiger. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I think any Sailor Jerry pinup, to be honest with you, but I quite mm. like the one where the she's got the cobra wrapped round her. She's like yeah. a snake charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, really like that one. Um, it's not really a flash design, but the Ben Corday Bell of the Plains back piece. Sure, I know that one. Yeah, the one with the woman on the horse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know which yeah, one you're about. Bell of the Plains. Oh, that's a. I mean. You've 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 indirectly and it's not really on topic. I'll let you have that one. Yeah. Oh, go on then. Uh, another. Tell me another one of your like pieces then. Like you know, uh, like the Jesus tattoo on the top of Ralph Johnson's head. I think Tats Thomas did it. Okay. That's that's iconic. I think it was on a book that came out years ago called One Thousand Tattoos. It's the front cover of that book as well. I know which one you're on about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely sick, like especially for the time that it was done, it's amazing. I, I still think it's probably cliche, but I still the more I've looked at it because I've been repainting the design. Over the last yeah. few days, is uh, Bert Grimm's jewel in the sun? Oh yeah, I, I think for me that is. Uh, if I was going to have a back piece, I think it'd be something along those lines. Yeah, cuts on a uh, Lyle Tuttle's back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think the a lot of people when they repaint it. Yeah, they do. Because do you know what it is? I think 
obviously I've seen photographs of that back piece so many times. And I think it's only in the past year that I realised there was a rabbit in it. I think the, the rabbit, the aspect of there being a rabbit in there. Yeah. It's such a stronger piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. And first time yeah. I think, I yeah, think we're first time I've Something that definitely I think has been overlooked is that little yeah, bunny rabbit. Hundred percent, all into its death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you draw inspiration and your motivation from? Uh, books, people I work with, scrolling through Instagram. Uh, yeah, I tend to just like sit and daydream a lot while I'm travelling to work as well, so usually there. You've got a long commute to work. Uh, it's like a mile walk to the metro and then about a 20-minute metro ride. All oh, right, okay, so you've got time to, to ponder. Yeah, yeah just, just to ponder along, eh? Um, you mentioned that the people, the other artists in the shop... Um, yeah give you motivation is it very much like you uh, is it that kind of environment whereas they're like 100 percent, yeah like everyone's like got each other's backs and stuff you know i I, genuinely like if you were saying that about a shop with like two or three other artists in it i'd I'd close knit and all the rest of it but to have knowing that you've said that there's 12 of you and you're still all like that like a full football team yeah, like that's that's crazy that that dynamic works so well because I think that in, when you've got that many people together, that it only doesn't quite fit in with that same ideology in it. The whole thing, yeah. the, the house of cards comes down, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, the owners like definitely picked like an amazing team of people. Is it very much a family uh, aesthetic to it? Yeah, definitely. Um, where well, I can't even read my own writing. This is going really well. <laughs> um, when are you dropping the Mackie the Mackie splash sheet? When am I dropping what? The Mackies like McDonald's? Oh right, yeah, I, I know who sent that in. Uh, I still need to draw it up. I was talking about doing like. You know, like the Hamburglar and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But like in a, in a traditional kind of style. I've seen some people do it in America and it looked amazing. I was like, oh, I need to do that. So, yeah, at, at some point, it's on the list. Who are you choosing out of the Hamburglar and Grimace? Oh, Grimace. It's terrifying. <laughs> 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 it's so true though yeah what what is he hey like, what what even is grimace like what is he reminds me of like you know them sweets and they're like they're like a gummy and they're like in the old timey sweet shops and they're like a cone really yeah, sugar yeah. 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 It's just a purple one of them with eyes and legs and hands. It's weird. Terrifying. <laughs> it's, all, 
Did you find on the back of your sofa when you moved house? Yeah, a mouldy chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, call Grimace because that's what you do when you look at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. oh, what the oh, fuck is that? <laughs> He, mate, he's the stuff of fucking nightmares. He's honestly, <laughs> you weird purple fucker. <laughs> right, not really sure if this one's up your alley, but best country song. Nah, I don't really know much country music. You don't know. You couldn't put. You know, you couldn't put one that you enjoy. Like you don't. Nah, wait. Um. Oh, I don't know who sings it, but it's uh, all my exes live in Texas. Oh my fucking life! I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Texas. We'll have a bit of that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and this one's my questions. Um, best alcohol-free beer. Ooh, I like it. I'm a Heineken Zero guy. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I would you... say that's the best. Sure that I'm going to agree with your top three. Then you've got to give me a top three now. Let me see if I can... Top three. Go on, uh, Heineken Zero. Um, and then that Brewdog one, that Punk AF. Quite like that, yeah. Um, and I think it's Brooklyn Lager special effects. One, yeah, that's a nice one. It's more like um, a what you do, okay? Brooklyn Lager, okay. Um, we, we, we obviously have spoke about this at some length about the, the alcohol-free beers and stuff. There's you yeah. and me are both uh, in the sober club. Yep. How long is it for you now? You don't want me asking? Um, seven and a half years. You fucking hero. Cheers. Seven and a half fucking years. Mate. Honestly, that's that's a real big achievement. Cheers. It's, honestly, it's absolutely flown over and it's the best thing I've ever done. I completely agree with you. Um, we were talking in a, a group chat the other day, and I didn't realise. It's my. I've got an app. You got yeah. this? Have you got an app? It tells you how long your date was and no, stuff like that. No, I haven't. Okay, so I for alcohol and then one for uh, narcotics. Yeah. Um, and I checked the other day, and I didn't realise next month is my four year. Oh, nice! Well done. Thank you very much. And it, like you say, it genuinely does fly by. Yeah, 100%. Like, I was talking about it the other night, and I was like, holy shit, like, before I know it, I'll be saying 10 years, you know? It's, it's amazing. I, I I think that when you do, for me personally, like, when you do it off your own back without... Yeah. Yeah. Like, any kind of programs or things like that, like, I think that's an achievement in itself. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of willpower. Yeah, and it's something that I didn't think... I don't... Fame, I can't sw- quit smoking to save my fucking life, honestly. I can't. I've tried every fucking oh, which yeah. way. 
and I've fuck it. Honestly, my I've been smoking since I was sort of twelve, thirteen years old. So you you're looking at twenty one years. Yeah, I'm nearly eight years smoke free as well, and quitting smoking was the hardest thing I've ever done. Agreed. I had like quit I for two years previous to that and ended up smoking again. So it's kind of like, it's true what they say, like a smoke, I never really quit. It, yeah, I, I, exactly that. Especially if you personality in, in you as well. 100%. But I think that most of the times that I've, I've quit smoking and then ended up smoking in the past was when I've, and you go out for a beer or something and you sat in the beer garden, you're like, oh, just have a tab. Yeah. Just, just go a tab and you end up buying and you can't buy 10 fags or 12 and a half gram anymore. Nah. You know, so you end up buying and you're like, yeah, I'll just put in the bin at the end of the night. Whatever's left, I'll put in the bin at the end of the night or I'll give it away. You wake up the next morning, it's then your fucking skyrocket and you you end up smoking again. Exactly. I think that like when you... I think, I think that's 9 out of 10 people that have quit smoking. That's how they start smoking again. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, fair, well done to us for yeah, the definitely. alcohol break. Did you go to the... We, we spoke about this last night, but did you go to a Brewdog pub? I did, yeah, in Huddersfield. I'm really jealous that you've got you got to go to one. Because people yeah, don't understand that. No, well, we, me and the missus went away a few weeks ago to Cheltenham, yeah. right, um, for for a weekend, and they had a brew dog pub there. I walked yeah. in, and they they just got the speed taps all the way but along the the bar, yeah, on the back wall, and I was just like, I was still expecting in the fridge as well, mm-hmm. um, but they were like to buy and take away. You couldn't buy them and drink them in. But I automatically assume that the alcohol free would like it always is everywhere, candle yeah, bottles. Yeah. And then and then he started pouring the draft and I was like, is that the alcohol free one? Just to make sure like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's amazing. I like I didn't realise until yesterday. I thought I was just gonna get a can. And then he was like, Is that a pint or a can? And I was like, Do you do pints? Like and he went, Yeah, we've got it on draft. I was like, Holy shit. And then I realised that we've got a brew dog in Newcastle, so it'll probably be my new favourite haunt. Oh, you lucky son of a gun. <laughs> there's 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 one in Birmingham that I didn't know about. Um, yeah. And then there's one in Chelsea closest to me, and neither of them are in my city. One, but both of them are at least a train ride away, like a good train ride away. Yeah. Um. It's it's a long old journey to have a pint. To have a pint. <laughs> <laughs> the only other place I went to, and I can't for the life of the pub, um, yeah. but they did Peroni Zero on draft. Right? And I was just like... I've never seen that. Yeah, and I haven't seen it since. This was probably about 18 months ago. Maybe last summer, possibly. Maybe only a year ago or something. But yeah, they did Peroni Zero on draft. And I was like, fucking give me two. <laughs> Never know when I'm getting this again. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that was. I, I feel like that's a nice, a nice place to end uh, our, our podcast today. Um, is there anybody that you'd like to thank or any shout outs or anything like that? Um. Well, 
I'll thank you first for having us on. I really appreciate it because uh, we've spoke about doing this for quite a few months now. So it's nice to finally do it. So uh, I cheers. <laughs> You're more than welcome. It's been my absolute pleasure. <laughs> um, thanks to Lau and everyone at Northside Tattoos. Uh, big Red, he's been a big help to us. Um, Matt Flower from Black Moon, all round nice guy. And just anyone I've missed, you know who you are, basically. If you think you deserve a thank you, then Jack's just giving you one. Yeah, everyone deserves a thank you. I thank everyone. <laughs> um, and also, th- thanks to all my customers, obviously, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do my job. So, yeah. Lovely, mate. Thank you so much for coming on and giving me your time. Really appreciate it. And I'll catch you soon, man. Mate, no worries. Thank you very much. Cheers. See you later. It's all right, bit. Bye-bye.